Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Why did the ghost go to the bar? Why did the ghost go to the bar? For the booze. Get it? The the booze. B-O-O-S. You know? Because ghosts, ghosts say boo. So it went for the booze. Because that's what they like. Anyway... Welcome to another episode of Just Another Fanboy. I'm your host, my name is Steven, and this is the podcast with more leaves than there are trees on my knees. This is what happens when I don't write stuff beforehand. I I always want to try to say something clever, and I don't take the time to try to write it down, because I think to myself in my head, I'm like, I'll just come up with it off the top of my head, because that's how freaking clever I am. And then I prove once again how clever I am not. So there's this show on the TV that I really rather enjoy. You've probably guessed what it is by now. That is, if you looked at the title of this episode. Yes, I'm talking about Supernatural. It airs over on the CW. It actually originally aired on the WB before the WB became the CW. And I believe it's the only show that first appeared on the WB that still, well by the time it ended, was still being played on the CW because the show's over. 15 seasons is what that sucker did. 15 full freaking seasons. Now, I haven't watched all 15 yet. I had started to watch season 15 when it first dropped on Netflix, thinking that it was the entire season 15, and then learning once I got through half of the episodes from the season, because that's all they put up, that it was only half the season. See, they had this thing called COVID that landed right in the middle of them putting together season 15. So they had to take a break. And rather than wait until all of season 15 was done, they dropped the first half of season 15 on Netflix and just recently dropped the second half. Well, I haven't watched the second half yet. I decided that I kind of wanted to go back and rewatch the whole show all over again, which might be my fourth time through. I'm not quite sure. I don't know why I'm doing it. One of the reasons I wanted to do it was because I've been wanting to talk about it on the show. I just hadn't quite decided how I was going to do that. My original plan was I was going to do one episode per season, but after I finished watching the first season, I didn't I didn't quite feel like talking about it at that point. And it wasn't until I finished season 5 that I decided Now's the time to start talking about Supernatural. And why I waited till the end of season five, it's actually quite simple. From what I remember, my other three times through the show, see, season five is when the original 
that's that's when it was supposed to end originally. When they originally thought the show up and they started writing, they envisioned it as a five season show. And we'll talk about what the storyline is for season five. But once season five ended and they decided to keep going, they did basically each season following, from what I remember, is its own kind of all-encompassing story. You know, they make references to past seasons. It's all it's all there. In the end, it is almost like one big story of the life of Sam and Dean. But each season basically has its own big bad, per se, once season five is over. And so I thought what I would do is I would do uh, part one and I would talk about seasons one through five. And then I would talk about each subsequent season on its own as we move forward. So let me run some some numbers by you here first, and then we'll get into the nitty gritty of what was seasons one through five. The first episode of season one aired on September 13, 2005. And then the final episode of season five aired on May 13th, 2010. All in all, there were 104 episodes throughout all five seasons. There would have been more But the writer's strike happened during season three. So rather than get a full 22 episode season in season three, they only got 16 episodes. The main characters are Jared Padalecki and Jensen Ackles, Sam and Dean. They were joined around season four by Misha Collins. And then we eventually got guys like Jim Beaver as Bobby Singer, Mark Pellegrino as Lucifer, Rob Benedict as Chuck or Carver Edlund. Mark Shepard is Crowley. Those are some of your main characters. These these folks will will come in and out of play going forward from season five. So season five, like I said, told one big story. Ultimately, the way it started out is you've got these two guys, these two brothers, Sam and Dean Winchester. They're from Lawrence, Kansas. A tragedy befell their family when they were children. Uh, Sam, the youngest, was still a baby. He was still in a crib when his mother was murdered by supernatural means. And by that, I mean their father witnessed something invisible, picked their mother up, press her to the ceiling of Sam's bedroom. Something pierced her abdomen because blood started flowing, and then she caught fire, and the whole house burned to the ground. From that moment on, their father made it his life's mission to find out what killed their mother, and that is how the Winchester family became what is known as hunters. So the family business, as they call it, they travel the country, they hunt down werewolves and vampires and ghosts and ghouls and just all kinds of things, shapeshifters uh, or skin changers, as they call them. Demons eventually come into the into the into the game, as it were. And Sam and Dean are raised in this life. Dean was probably six, maybe when this happened there at the beginning of the the first episode. I, I don't know. I could look that up, but I don't feel like it. And so after the event in which their mother is killed, we skip forward. Sam is in college. He's attending Stanford University in, I believe that's California. And Dean comes to see him and he tells him that their dad is is missing. He went on a hunting trip and he hasn't returned. Um, They have to be kind of coy about it because Sam is there with his girlfriend, Jessica, 
And they don't let it, they're not, you know, they're not open about the fact that they hunt monsters because most people would find that that is a little crazy and they wouldn't believe them and would probably try to have them committed. So Sam, who has attempted to get out of the life, he doesn't want to go with with Dean at first, but eventually he agrees. And they never, they don't find their dad, but they do uh, go out on one, on a case that is basically left to them by by their father. Their father has this journal, which Dean has, and they're trying to use the journal to figure out where their dad is, but their dad just ends up, for this first season, sending them on various cases, hunting down monsters and killing them. And once their first case is cracked and... Dean takes Sam back to school because Sam is very adamant. I will. You got the weekend. I got to get back to school. I have an interview for a uh, some kind of graduate school scholarship program type thing. And when he gets back home, he 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 gets into bed and he's about to fall asleep. Something wet drops on his face. He opens his eyes, and there on the ceiling is his girlfriend Jessica, who dies in the exact same manner as his mother did, which then fully commits Sam to getting out there and to helping Dean find their dad. Because what we learned throughout this first season is that their dad is on this mission to find the thing that killed their mother. We learned by the end of the first season that it was a demon. So as season one through five continues, we we spend a lot of time in season one, which is more of a monster of the week type thing. And there's it's it's not it's not a great season. It starts kind of slow. It takes a while to get into it. And a matter as a matter of fact, I thought of giving up the show a number of times during season one. But I had a friend who kept telling me, no, just keep going. It gets better in season two. And frankly, by the time you hit a bad day at Black Rock in season three, you're going to fall in love with the show. And so I did. I stuck with it and it did get better starting in season two. At one point, they do find their dad. Um they're also able to get this gun, this uh, this this old revolver that was created by Samuel Colt back in the old West days. That uh, we find out that Samuel Colt was a hunter, and he used magic and mysticism to create this gun that fired these special bullets that could kill anything. And that's what their dad was trying to get a hold of because he would need that to kill the demon whose name is Azazel. But as we go throughout this, these five seasons, we learn this whole thing about the, 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 the killing of their mother was all part of a, of a big plot that Azazel had been putting together to create demon bred children. He would make deals with these women and then when they had a baby, he would come visit their house and he would drip little droplets of his blood in the baby's mouth and create these psychic type children that could do various things like um, move objects with their mind. One of them was super strong. You know, it's like he was building the X-Men for evil purposes. And at one point, he actually gets these people together. Sam is one of them. There are a number of others. And he ga- he gathers them together in this old ghost town, which is actually supposed to be the most haunted town in America. And he tells them that they he, he only needs one of them to be his champion. Whoever walks out alive is going to be his champion. Sam, of course, tries to get everybody to work together to leave. But it ends up being just him and one other guy at the end. And the guy ends up killing Sam, stabs him in the back. And I think Dean kills him. It's 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 all such a blur at this point. So when that season ends, 
which I think is season four. Sam is dead. Dean makes a deal with the Crossroads demon. They have this whole episode where we're introduced to Crossroads demons, where you go to a crossroad and you take a box and you fill it with certain mystical implements and you bury it in the crossroads and a demon will come and you ask it for, you know, I want to be rich and famous. I want to be a a successful artist. I want this woman to fall in love with me and the demon grants your wish, but the price is your soul. And typically you get 10 years. And at the end of that 10 years, these invisible hellhounds come to get you and they drag you to hell. Well, Dean makes a deal with the crossroads demon to get Sam back. But the only deal they will accept is if Dean, uh, gives them his soul in a year. So season five is all about him and his last year on, or or no, now I'm getting it all mixed up. I think season four is more about his last year on earth, but we eventually learn he, he, he does end up, Dean dies. So Sam dies and a demon brings him back. Dean dies at the end of season four. He's brought back at the beginning of season five. I think it is. Now I'm not sure about that either. Maybe it's season four. It's whatever season Castiel first shows up in. And I think Castiel first shows up in season four because he's the one that pulls Dean out of hell. Castiel is an angel. So up to this point, before we're introduced to Castiel, none of the hunters believe that angels, none of the hunters believe that angels are real. They all, of course, believe in demons but they can't wrap their minds around the fact that angels are real. And in fact, when Castiel comes down to earth, that's the first time angels have been on earth in like a thousand years or something like that. And this is when we learn of the actual true big bad, the main story, the big thing that all of this has been leading to. And that's the plan of that Azazel had originally put together to free Lucifer from his cage in hell. The cage that the archangel Michael put him in back when there was a war in heaven, when Lucifer first rebelled, because Lucifer was an angel, still is an angel. And they 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 equate everything into the simplest of terms as far as family. God is the father. He had these three sons, Mike, uh, Michael, Lucifer, and Gabriel. Um, he had other sons. The, the other angels were also his sons, but the first three were Michael, Gabriel, and Lucifer. Lucifer rebelled because the angels were God's first creations and they were God's favorites. But then God created the earth and humans and he told the angels that they must worship these humans and hold them um, at, up on high as, as important. And Lucifer didn't want to do that. And so there was a big war in heaven and Lucifer was sent to the cage in the pit of hell. So Sam and Dean are part of this demon conspiracy to get Lucifer out of the cage. And in fact, Sam is tricked into breaking the last seal and the last seal. There were 66 seals. Actually, there were there were 600 and some seals placed on the cage, but you only had to break 66 of them to get him free. And so in in season four, they are trying to stop the, the, the demons from breaking these seals. And there's a particular demon, Lilith, which seems to be leading it all now, uh, because at this point they have killed Azazel. But D, uh, Sam, we find out if he drinks demon blood, it increases his, these these demon powers that he was given and he becomes addicted to this demon blood. But he uses it because he can use these powers to to 
exercise demons and send them to hell. And and he's he's led to believe that he is the only one that can stop Lilith. And if he doesn't stop Lilith, then Lucifer will be set free. And so he goes after Lilith and he kills Lilith. And that's when we find out that they wanted him to kill Lilith. Lilith was the last seal. So by killing her, he sets Lucifer free. And so by season five, we learn even the, the, the what is ends up being the biggest secret of them all. The angels and the demons at this point um, have been looking forward to this. It's it's the apocalypse, basically, the 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 final battle between Michael and Lucifer. The angels want this to happen because they know that they're going to win. If, if Michael goes up against Lucifer, the angels will win. It'll be paradise on Earth. And the one thing that they don't like to talk about, however, is that during this battle, which will happen on Earth, hundreds of thousands, millions of people will die. It'll be it's it's the apocalypse. And at one point of course Sam and Dean are asking why would God want this to happen and we find out that God's not in heaven anymore. He's just he's gone. He took off. He's he's down on earth just hanging out and he he doesn't feel like it's his problem. And so what we learn is just like demons have to possess humans to to travel around earth, angels have to have a vessel, a human vessel to be on earth as well, but angels get permission from their vessels. Well, what that means is that Lucifer and Michael, two brothers need two human vessels to, to fight their final, final battle on earth. And Michael and Lucifer are brothers. Michael's the older brother, Lucifer's the little brother. And so Sam and Dean have been destined to be these vessels. Well, that's what was going to happen is that Sam was going to be the vessel for Lucifer, and then Dean was going to be the vessel for Michael. But we learned throughout these five seasons is that they have an illegitimate brother. Their father out on one of his hunts had impregnated some woman, had gotten friendly with her and had a had a kid. And for, for a long time, Dean is he's he's not having any of it. He's not going to let any angel use him to help bring about the apocalypse. So they end up recruiting their brother. And in the end, Sam and Dean figure out how to open up the cage. And Sam decides he will just let Lucifer in. He will he will become Lucifer's vessel. And then he will fight back from the inside and take control. They'll open up the 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 portal to the cage and then he'll just jump Lucifer in, meaning that Sam, of course, will also be trapped in hell. Dean doesn't like this, but Sam ends up convincing him because there's really no other way that this is going to happen. But he makes Dean promise that when this happens, he's not to he's not to try to get him out. He's not to make any more deals. He's to go um, live a regular life. There was an episode during uh, these five seasons where we find out that Dean had this this uh, affair with this woman that he has a lot. He has feelings for. And that's who he ends up going to at the end. And he starts a life with this woman, Lisa, and her son, Ben. And then that's how it was supposed to end. Sam sacrifices himself for the good of humanity. Dean gives up hunting to live a, lo- a normal life, happy, happily ever after with a woman and child. And, and that was it. That was going to be the end of the show. But as the final episode is coming to an end... Dean is in his new home with his new lady and her and her kid, and he is locking up the house for the night. 
and then the camera pulls back and standing under a street light looking over looking out at the house is Sam apparently no longer in hell and then that's how the season ends and you're scratching your head like what how did that happen so that in general is seasons one through five that was the big overarching story um which is which was ultimately a war between heaven and hell that would have that would have destroyed earth while the battle was being fought there are some great episodes during those five seasons bad day at black rock episode three season three was the first one that just made me kind of fall in love with the series. They would start, they start doing this thing where uh, at least once or twice every season, they would do a silly episode and not like silly and zany, but just, it was, it was done more for comedic effect. Um, It was just more lighthearted. It was, they didn't take themselves too seriously. That was one of them. And it was all about this lucky rabbit's foot that was stolen from this uh, storage unit that their father had set up where he he was he had stored a bunch of magical items and if you took a hold of the lucky rabbit's foot you got nothing but good luck uh but if you if if you lost it which was going to happen that was part of the curse it was a cursed object it would it would leave you at some point and the moment you lost it your luck turned too bad and you had about 24 to 48 hours before your luck your bad luck finally killed you and Sam ends up getting the he he ends up grabbing the rabbit's foot before they know you know what the deal is with it. There's a, Ghost Facers also comes from season three. It was episode thirteen. We're introduced to a couple of guys who know about ghosts and whatnot, and they are younger dudes, and um, they're named after a couple of Ghostbusters: Ed Zedmore and Harry Spangler. And they're trying to, um, they end up, their their whole deal is that they are trying to create a reality show uh, about hunting ghosts. And they're, they're basically um, created for laughs. Uh, we also meet Chuck during these five seasons. Chuck is a prophet of God. We learn that uh, the episode that we meet Chuck, Sam and Dean learn that there have been a series of books written about them, written about all their adventures and all their their monster hunting adventures. And they track down the author who his pen name is Carver Edland, which is a play on uh, Ben Edland, who served uh, as an occasional writer for the show. He was also um, executive producer, occasional director. And comic fans know him as the guy that created The Tick. So Carver Edland, whose name is Chuck, his real name is Chuck. He has been writing these books about Sam and Dean, and he just assumed he was being inspired to write these stories. And then we find out he's actually a prophet of God. And because Sam and Dean are fully tied into this whole war between heaven and hell and the apocalypse, um, Chuck's role as a prophet was to tell their story. And he didn't understand these visions. He just assumed he was being inspired to write stories. And so he started writing these books, which didn't have big print runs, but there is a, like they become a cult favorites among fans. We also get the trickster God Loki. He's played by Richard Spate Jr. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that name correctly, but he's wonderful on the show. He, the first time we meet him, they uh, they call him a trickster god. He he has an episode where he's killing folks by he he can change reality around people and um, 
he comes into play a number of times during these five seasons. He he is then also referred to as Loki, but then we find out he is actually one of the three angel brothers. He is Gabriel, but he gives he gives Sam and Dean a hard time quite often. He's one of those favorites that that comes on the show every now and then. And uh, they did a whole episode where he basically put them into they call it TV land. It's like they they are part they he creates this whole world that are various tv shows that they have to go into and and act out these these characters and and uh it's really great he's also involved in one of my other favorite episodes also from season three the mystery spot where he creates a reality where basically sam is living groundhog day he keeps waking up every day it's the same day and every day dean dies in various ways, Sam keeps trying to change up their day, but no matter what he does, at some point during that day, Dean dies. And the moment that he dies, Sam wakes back up at the beginning of the day and they start it all over again. It's it's really good. And then, of course, the final episode in season five that, that wraps up the whole storyline is is also one of my favorites. There's this 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 framing device in which Chuck is writing the final story of Sam and Dean, or at least that's that's what you think is happening. And uh, he's basically writing about their car. They, they drive the 67 Impala that Dean refers to as baby. And he talks about how this car is the one of the most important objects in the world. And we find out the reason behind that is when Dean goes to confront Sam at the end, they, the, the, the final showdown, it's, this is really interesting to me because like I said, Sam and Dean are originally from Lawrence, Kansas. Now I don't live in Lawrence, Kansas, but I live near Lawrence, Kansas, and I have worked my entire professional career in Lawrence, Kansas. Every job I've ever had has been in Lawrence, Kansas. Um, so the final showdown between Lucifer and Michael happens at a place called Stoll, Kansas. Now, Stoll is a small town. It's like a cemetery just outside of Lawrence, Kansas. And in actual real life, it's also it's always been rumored as the as as one of the gates to hell. There's a there's an old abandoned uh, ruined church in, uh, at, in the cemetery that uh you know, rumor has always had it that if you go into the into the church at a certain time on a certain night or whatever, you can you can unlock the gates to hell. And and I, I have been there before. I think most teenagers who grew up in this area have gone to Stoll at some point in their life. So it was really quite interesting that obviously whoever uh, Eric Kripke is the guy who wrote this, who, who created this show. I don't know if he is from the area or if he has writers that are from the area, but they, they got a lot of that right. Um, but when when Dean goes to confront Sam, who now has Lucifer in control of his body at Stoll, of course, he goes there in the Impala and Lucifer as Sam is just beating the crap out of Dean to the point where you're just you're just sure that he's going to beat Dean to death. And at one point he catches his reflection in the window of the Impala. And it's at that moment that Sam looking through his own eyes with Lucifer in control. He sees various things from within the car. There's like a little army man that's stuck in an ashtray. We get the, we get kind of the backstory behind that. And he's, he starts having all these memories of all the time that they've spent in the Impala. And that is when he is able to finally take control and jump into the pit with Lucifer. I could go on and on and on about season seasons one through five. I mean, it's a lot of episodes to cover. There's a lot of great moments. Um, 
but I really don't want this freaking episode to go for hours and hours and hours. So I'm going to I'm going to go ahead and try to wrap it up at this point. But I'm currently in the middle of watching season six. As soon as I'm done with season six, I will do an episode that will just be about season six. So going forward, uh, each supernatural episode you're going to get from me will will be specifically about each following season, because like I said, season one through five is 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 its own story. And then each subsequent season is its own story. And then I haven't finished the show yet. I haven't finished season 15. So that'll be fun when we get there. But until we do, my name is Steven and I'm just another fanboy. Be nice to each other. Wear a mask. Stay safe. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park.